sometimes if you want something, if you want an outcome, you your goal should not necessarily be the outcome. You sort of have to step back and think about realistically what are the things that drive you to that goal and focus on those drivers, the things that actually move the needle. That's how you get to the outcome. One of the biggest struggles I have had in the past, especially as an artist, is when the happiness starts to get removed and then you start to create not because you have a natural desire to see something through to the end or you have a vision that you're pursuing, you start to pursue attention or pursue. If it's not attention, it's 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 not acknowledged. It's a, it's acknowledgement. You start to pursue, especially in this social media age, the likes, the comments, the follows. You pursue this need for praise, for acknowledgement. It's just for me personally, where I went wrong with my approach to music, that I won't make the same mistake with my approach to podcasting is that I was so self-conscious about the music I made for so many different reasons, family, friends, and everything else around. At the time when I made music, I didn't have this level of clarity and control to express what I wanted to express without the fear of what others might think or say about me. And so I refrained from saying things that I may have wanted to say at some point because maybe I didn't want my mom to hear. Maybe I didn't want my significant other to hear. Maybe I don't know what someone will think of me if I say this thing. And then you start to make music based off what you think people want from you or what you think people want to hear. Like you try to become something that you're not almost. That was my mistake. And I tried to write that mistake as I still continued to make music. <clears throat> my last project, High Flyer to Most High, G the King on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to music. Intro music is off that album. Outro music for this podcast is off the album. And the whole reason I did that, it was all intentionally. That album was the first time where I was able to approach music in a way that was very goal-driven and intentional from the start. I had an idea of what I was trying to do from the start. And I pursued the idea with a certain level of relentlessness. What I learned from that experience was several things that helped me get to this point. Shout out to 2J. We worked on that project and set a goal that when we started meeting 2019, let's at least make sure we don't go more than two weeks back to back without linking. So that way we're always in the lab creating. You gotta, sometimes if you want something, if you want an outcome, you your goal should not necessarily be the outcome. You sort of have to step back and think about realistically what are the things that drive you to that goal and focus on those drivers, the things that actually move the needle. That's how you get to the outcome. And so for me, I knew the, the thing to move the needle as it related to that music, working with my boy 2J was the consistency part because he was the musician. And that was something I never really could do from a hip hop perspective. The one thing I did learn to do though was record at home. I did figure that part out. How and why did I figure that out? It was out of an, 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 a need 
It was out of necessity. It was important for me to figure out how to record at home because the cost of studio time, the access to microphones and just working on the art of recording, it wasn't as widely available back then as it was today. But I did invest what I had at the time to make sure that I could record myself whenever I wanted. And that forced me to learn these digital uh, what I don't know what the acronym is, but the Pro Tools, GarageBand, Logic, all these different recording softwares that you can use, Audition. It forced me to learn how to utilize that stuff. I didn't know how that would help me today. I just knew that was what I needed to do to hold myself, or not even to hold myself, to, to put myself in position to create consistently, which was very tough as a hip hop artist because I had to depend on so many people for so many things. Even though I could record, I still had trouble with the settings at the time. It's one thing to be able to record. It's one thing to be able to record quality. And then when you pair that with music, that's a whole other story. And the ability to mix. Like I'm not an audio engineer. I would, I would never disrespect that community by calling myself an audio engineer because those folks, I've seen some wizards that can take a very piece of audio and make it sound grand. You should listen to High and Mighty. I recorded that whole thing on a very crappy microphone in a closet in Amsterdam. No, nothing. That was my first like full length original album that I put together. And the audio engineer, he definitely had a skill set or has a skill set to get the best out of whatever that microphone is producing. So shout out to the audio engineers and shout out to y'all who have noticed the smooth audio coming through on the other end of them headphones. When y'all hit play, my said, wow, that boy sound clean. These are the facts. So working on that idea of making music, pursuing the the love of hip hop introduced me to audio engineering. Even though I'm not an expert, I do understand that it takes a little bit of nuance to get the frequencies just right. 